Welcome back to Ways to Love Your Money. I'm Elizabeth Dawson, and let's talk a little bit about the stock market. Is the stock market as dependable as you thought it once was? Literally, back in um, these particular dates, the market had dropped 30% or more in 1929, in 1938, 1974, 2002, and 2009. More than 30%. This is a comfort zone that most people are not comfortable with. Think about what your risk tolerance is. If it's if you think you're in a 10% risk pool, then you might only go down 10%. So if it's $100,000 and it goes down by 10%, it goes down to what? 90,000, right? So we just lost $10,000. What does it take to regain that 100,000? It takes an 11% return to actually regain back to 110,000. But what did we lose? We lost time. We lost time and we lost time value of money. So what do we need to do to also keep up with inflation? For the past 20 years, inflation has been statistically 3.22%. So if I need to keep up with inflation, I need another 3.22% on that money to be able to regain and continue to stay stable. So what did I need? I needed a higher rate of return. Are we willing to take that much risk to get that higher rate of return? I don't know. It's the big question, right? It's the big money ball question. But what our society has done through our employers, since most employers have started to take away pensions many, many years ago, they've now introduced to us since the 1980s something called a 401k, a 403b, an IRA, a TSP, all those things because now who is responsible for the retirement? It's not the only bucket of money you can put money into. You want to make sure that you have options. But if you're the only person that's responsible for your retirement, how well are you doing? How well would you grade yourself? I talk to people all the time about running your personal life for profit like a business does. Are your retirement accounts or your investments in general, are they running for profit or are they running for these declines that continue to happen? So. As of April 17th, the S&P closed at $2,874.56. In less than a month, the index rallied 28.5%. How many people do you think got out of the market when it went to its lowest point? Majority of Americans do that. Majority of people that are retail investing will take that money out and they will forget about the rally coming back up. I just watched the news this morning and J.P. Morgan Chase is saying that we're going to have a quicker rally than most people think. We believe that the market will rally between this, the third and fourth quarter this year. And is it the time to get out of the market right now? No. But is it time to rebalance? Possibly. And sometimes people are thinking right now, what is the end game? What did we like about pensions in the past? What we liked about pensions in the past from our employers is that we're going to get a paycheck. We were working for that paycheck, but now in retirement, we're going to get a paycheck and a paycheck and a paycheck each and every month, each and every year for the rest of our lives. So if you're thinking about how do you get that paycheck each and every month, each and every year for the rest of your lives, like a pension, maybe now's the time to have a conversation about that. You need a financial professional that can actually look at all of those pieces to know and give you a well-rounded approach to creating that guaranteed income piece for retirement. We've got to grow the heck out of it, but we also want to be able to limit those losses because losses hurt us more than gains help us. Yes, you heard me right. Losses hurt you more than gains help you. So if those losses hurt you, what do we need to do? We need to mitigate that risk as much as possible. We need to minimize that risk as much as possible. The average consumer right now in their 401ks and their IRAs, their investments are so overlapping. I've had this conversation with several of my clients. They went and did and looked for the proof themselves. I had one particular client, she goes, oh my gosh, I thought I was diversified, but every different piece of diversification, even in her bonds versus her large cap and mid cap, they were all invested in Lululemon. She goes, I'm not diversified at all. 
it's about knowing what your investments or your allocations or those mutual funds, what they're buying into. If they're all buying into the same thing, you're gonna have pretty much the same results, right? So I have nothing against Lululemon. I love Lululemon. It's, it has nothing to do with that. It's just about making sure that each of your investments overlap. They don't meet in the middle and stay the same because then you're gonna have this whole roller coaster ride that's gonna keep going up and down. So if you're interested in about how you can create that income in retirement and be prepared for it to have the highest amount of income while your money has to work harder for you in retirement, it's very different in the accumulation phase. We're working for money. We're putting money away. When we go into retirement, it's something like this. We want passive income, right? We want income coming to us because now we don't want to work anymore. We want to make sure that those payments and those paychecks keep rolling in so we can take care of our mortgage because in California, let's face it, we're probably going to have a mortgage when we retire. Very few people have their mortgage paid off. So whether it's mortgage, whether it's a payment for rent, whether it's property taxes and insurance, we have to keep in pace with what our expenses are because most of my clients that are retired, what do they want to do? They want to, they want to spend time with their grandbabies, but they also want to travel. And if they want to travel, they need positive cash flow to do that. So it's time to look at your cash flow, see what expenses can possibly be eliminated and what risks are basically exposed in your whole retirement portfolio and then decide what does my income look like? Have you done an income projection? Most people that we ever talk to, they don't even know what that looks like. They don't even know the concept of it. Did you know that when one spouse passes and you're both on social security, that the smaller of the two social securities will, will go away? I don't want that pension income or pension-like income to stop. If it's coming in for both of your lives, it should stay coming in for both of your lives. I'm sure you have a lot of questions about this episode, but I hope you stay tuned for next week. I hope your questions come through and I will answer those questions at that time. Or send me a question if it's a one-on-one -on -one personal one at questions with an S at Elizabeth with an S Dawson.com. Look forward to talking to you soon. Hope you love the episode. Take care. information provided in this show is for informational and educational purposes only. This show is not investment advice, nor is it intended to address the financial needs of any particular viewer. The opinions expressed on this show are not intended to be an endorsement of any particular investment strategy or service of any other kind. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned throughout the show. Before acting on information in this show, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular situation and strongly consider seeking advice from a financial advisor.